Oh, that thing. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Talk over, why don't you? I'm sorry. And then 10. Motorcycle men. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello. This Hello. Is, this is the Motorcycle <laughs> Men. Uh, Motorcycle two, men. Episode number 20. 20. 20. Yeah, 20. 36. 20. <laughs> 20. 20. 20 for, sure. 20 for season two, yes. This is our 20th for season two. This is our 20th episode of season 20th two. 20th episode of season two. I, I think we should just like say... Stop. Stop. Yes. Stop. stop. Just that we should just stop your numbering system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand. Okay. Season two, okay. episode 20. Okay. Right? Is okay. that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Well, do it, or do it like the TV shows. That's exactly Season right. two, episode... Yeah, whatever. It's, right. It is. Epi- it's episode 20. Episode. Right. This is We've our... done 20 episodes in a second no. season? Yes. That doesn't sound right. Yes. That doesn't sound right. We've done episodes. No. And we're doing it every other week? Doesn't make sense. No. Because remember... There's no way we did 20 episodes. In the, first, in the second season, <laughs> I'm going to kill you guys. I really am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because right. you can't count. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just if if you maybe went to the website once in a while, maybe you might see that. Or go on iTunes. You'll see that all of our episodes. Of the, hey, what's the matter? Are you squeaking? <laughs> yeah. All we were, right. We were pushing your car truck bike back. Hi, <laughs> right, I'm Ted. Uh, also uh, known as Wrong Way. Um, yeah. Squeak. <laughs> I am here with uh, Tim, aka Buck Two, <laughs> and is. of course I'm also here with Chris, the uh, Joker. <laughs> we are the Motorcycle Men. And, motorcycle um, Men. This is a special episode, I think, because we yes. weren't going to do a podcast this week, but lo and behold, here we are because we've got uh, had a fantastic interview, and we're yes. going to talk about that shortly. But, in the meantime, uh, we can uh, talk about some cool stuff. Today's episode, of course, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. If you go uh, audibletrial.com slash motorcyclemen, and you have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle, or whatever goofy MP3 player you have. And how are you guys doing? I am fine. How are you? Good. Lovely. Have you guys been riding? <laughs> it's a freaking yeah. nippy out there, boys. Very little. Been riding local, and that's about it. This weather is just ridiculous. Yeah, Absolutely we're not. Uh, for the, the weather for the next week is going to be uh, really crap. I know. It's, yeah, it just won't yeah. go away. It just won't go away. If you're in the Northeast, well, this is that time of year when winter just doesn't want to let go of its. No, it you know, it's it's either it's all or nothing sometimes, and then now this year it just won't let go. So far, yeah. so far, the temperature is not going to get above fifty, and then is going to fall down as low as possibly thirty. Well, yeah, actually, and then snow on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, yeah, possibly <laughs> snow. I know, just ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, it's you know. Here's a, a, all right. We we mentioned this once before, and I remember we had said now that I'm so close to work, and that well, it's like only nine minutes to the office, and do I want to spend fifteen minutes getting dressed? This is my whole point. Minutes. I've been saying well, all you know, along. I I could have ridden my motorcycle today. But I could have. I didn't feel like doing fifteen minutes of getting dressed to go nine minutes. And See, this is what it I'm happens, saying. man. And you, but, and you um, pick on me. 
It happens. And not only that, but also going home for lunch because I go home for lunch. But it was windy as hell. Oh, my God. Yeah, the wind is not going to die down until tomorrow. No, it was crazy wind. I was thinking of taking a bike over here tonight and then within mere mere milliseconds of walking outside, I was like, ha, ha, that's not happening. No, no. No, (laughs) not doing it. I know. I did work on my bike, though. You did. Tell yes. us about what you did to your well, motorcycle, I, on, Tim. On my uh, tell it is it is it big red? No, it's not big red. No, uh, I, I'm, I'm debating. You're debating. Hold on, I hold it. Uh, Tim's got a call. Uh oh, it's the White House. So wait, you go talk to somebody else. Talk to somebody else. Uh oh, it's an important call. He has to leave the room. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So what did you do, Chris? Um, what I did was uh, did a little riding around. Yeah, and uh, that's about it. Didn't you say you you're, you are going to do your fluids this weekend, or you're not? I would like to plan on it if the weather's going to you know if the weather's going to be dog shit. And it's going to be a high of snowy fifty five, I think, on Saturday, in New Jersey. Yeah, it's supposed to be a high of fifty five. Yeah, I mean, if it's nice, that's fine. That's that's fine for me to do my fluids. I'm just going to you know, if anything, I want to at least get the oil done. Okay. Um. I got the bike uh, with uh, just a little over ten thousand on it, and there's nineteen thousand on it now. So you put nineteen, you put nine thousand miles on your bike last year. Since, since well, last between April. between April, I'm and almost September. The, at a year anniversary. Right, like April fourth will be my year anniversary of having the bike. Right. So yeah. that'll be on Sunday this, this weekend. I'm back. So now wait. So between so, April when you got the bike in September, you put nine thousand miles I on the bike. Not get the bike in September. No, 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 no. Between <laughs> April, between April and September, when you uh, re- wrecked it. You did nine thousand miles. Yes, that's that's impressive. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, that's, you didn't. People told me, and I was pretty impressive. That's impressive. I ride my bike a lot. You got to realize so April, that. May, June, July, August, September. So six months. You put nine thousand miles on. Yeah, that's a thousand over a thousand miles a month. That's, that's I, ride, I ride a lot. That's good. I mean, I did. don't forget. I also work. I you know I work like fifteen to twenty miles away from home. So yeah. if I'm taking a bike every friggin' day when it was nice out, I did racking up the miles. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> my, mild, my mild doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. It does not add Even up. Even though I did it every day for a year, it's still only three hundred sixty. If you went, miles. if you came, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, Tim has That's, a real short commute. Is, wait a second. Wait, no, no, no. It would be seven hundred or eight hundred. Okay, yeah, that's right. You're right. Double there, that. Double it. Okay. But now, if you if you were Sometimes able to, to take the long way home, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so an it's extra a, mile, a mile and a tenth. So <laughs> even if you went home, for, you were able to go home for lunch, you still would not accumulate enough miles to be impressive. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. That can't be impressive. I did. Uh, I got my bike in December uh, of 2014, right? Yes, and I did 10,000 miles in one year. <laughs> I did 10,000 miles what, what 12 I, months. Well, we talked about mine, right? What was my mileage when I bought the bike and what was it? Okay. Right? <laughs> now, mind you, I got this in April of 2014. Right. And I only have, I only put on a little more than 2,000 in oh, two years. You've put on 2,000 miles in two years? Mind you, I rode almost every day last summer. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And, and we went to America and put over a well, thousand on just the, this and that. So, so all, well, most of your ride was in America. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is, man. Two miles a and day you're doing. What did I tell you? <laughs> well, you know, that's that's what you got to. Uh, yeah, There's man. That's, uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's, uh, well, you know, I put it this way. Whether if you go one mile <laughs> or or. or Three hundred miles. At least you're riding. Got to ride. You know. Oh my god. Got to ride. Well, I know. 
Well, just get out there. Anyway, I was, or, I, okay, I was well, before I left. I was you. working. I was working on my. I had on my timing cover. I had the person who had the bike before me had a uh, infinity light on there. Yes, yes. the custom light that, right. that uh, shows like it looks like infinity. The lights going on forever. And the problem is when he had it on there, he had the wire going right by the pipe and the exhaust pipe. Oh, he did. Yes. Okay. And what was happening? It was burning. Oh, so it he, killed it eventually. Right, it killed it, but he managed to resolder one wire, and so he only got the red to work. Okay. So yeah, remember the red always working. Was, was there was there different colors on it? Yes, there was multiple colors. Oh, see, I didn't know. I only yeah. saw the red. That's an infinity because red. that's but that's the oh, problem. Well, okay, he, but <laughs> I thought I thought it was made that way because so well, your bike is <laughs> his red. His solution was to wrap tin foil around it. <laughs> And, oh, right. And then it finally, it just stopped working all day. That's not a Rube Goldberg job. Yeah, you was the right there. <laughs> yeah, so. I wonder how Rube Goldberg feels about that. <laughs> yeah, that his name is used for something. Yeah. Right, so I went to, I wanted to take it off because it wasn't working anymore. There was right. no sense of pulling more juice for no reason. So I had to pry the thing off because the Allen wrenches were just not working. They're a bizarre size or whatever. And I had to pry it off. I got it off. I put a new plate on there, which right. has the lip, let it live to ride right. symbol and the Harley Davidson. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you put live to ride on there at two miles a day. Wow. <laughs> don't, just, don't attack me, I'm man. not attacking. No, no I just, attack I just, the yeah, it's, it's called irony. <laughs> That's what it's just called, irony. That's irony. Great, you know? All right, okay. And then I changed the, uh, I took my uh, um, K&M filter off. You, don't, you, don't, you have a K&M filter. You don't even know. You never uh, took it off, huh? No, I know. You know that this is where I'm bad. It's all of two seconds. Slap my hand. I, have, I don't know. I have yeah. never taken well, it off. So, so because you don't know, we're going to tell you. Yeah. If, if you have a K and M is red, okay, and when you take it off, it has a little netting around it. Okay, and that means it's, it's you can clean it. Okay. You don't have to replace it because they're sixty dollars if you're going to replace it. Nice. Yes, cannons do not have to be cleaned. So how do you, how so do you say that again? You, you, they replace. have a cleaner. Uh, Harley has a cleaner for it. Okay. Well, K and N has a cleaner. Yes. K and N. Yes. Okay. And then because it almost sounds like you're saying can am. No, it's that's just what you're hearing, but not what you want to hear. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, just we know you. See, move, yes. move, move along. Move yeah. along. Move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. I'm move not along. the droid you're looking for. <laughs> He's not the droid you're looking for. All right, this is not the filter you're looking for. <laughs> anyway, so what you do is you spray the stuff on, and then you hose it out. Okay, what stuff are you spraying on? They, they have a cleaner. K&N has K&N. a cleaner. Yes, has a cleaner. Kinky nipples. Kinky nipples. There we go. No no episode is complete without the word nipples. Kinky nipples. Okay, so... You spray it and then you wash it out and then after it dries. You when you spray say it wash it out, what do you mean by wash it? Use out? Use a hose. You, you got to wash hose. it out and spray it out with a hose before and then then let you, let you it spray dry. the cleaner. Let it dry. You got to let it dry. Okay. Then then you because uh, your filter has then to you have oil. to put oil on it. You have to put oil. Yeah, they have a what special, kind of oil are you putting it's on a your filter? Special oil that can and it's a special kinky nipple oil. Kinky, <laughs> kinky nipple oil. Remember that, folks. Right. So when you take your air filter out, you have to. No, Did you blow it out first? For your K&N filter. K&N filter. When you blow it out, do you have to blow it out first? Um, I guess. Or you just I mean, rinse the it guy, out? The guy was telling me you wash it out. Just wash it out. And wash it you, out with water the, first. No, you play the cleaner on it, and the cleaner gets all oh, the gum. Oh, you spray the, you right. spray the uh, kinky nipples. Spray <laughs> on there. K&N nipples. You spray, spray it on there. Right. And then you rinse it off. Absolutely. And then what kind of oil you let do you it dry. Use? There's an oil that they have a spray can K&N oil. K&N has a special oil that you spray in there. Kinky nipples oil that you spray in there. 
right. And then you put your filter back right. in. That's right. As long okay. as your nipples are oiled, you're okay. Now, okay. So, and then how long is that good for? Didn't say. But I, I would do it once a year at least. I, I mean, would imagine. I'm actually going to see Jimmy uh, later, my buddy Jimmy, who uh, will help me out with that whole uh, Alaska. Okay, good. Now, as far as you goes, could, you could do it multiple times from when I. From I, I can imagine it can't hurt. Because it's like to I do said, it more than yeah, once a year. It's an expensive film. And I guess like, it depends on how much driving you're doing. Right? True. You know. One, now, two miles a day versus four to six miles. The previous <laughs> owner of my bike, uh, he bought the bike brand new and he. And how repl- is, how does, what does Ted's bike sound like? <laughs> well, let me go on record as saying is that uh, the gentleman who owned the bike before me, he put all kinds of high-performance parts on the bike. Is there a high-performance clutch? He put high-performance cam adjusters. He put everything high-performance on his bike, except for the engine. The engine's not really high-performance. It's still an 88 cube. so Which is good enough. Which is fine. Uh, I know people will talk about going up and you know, having the get it. Kit. Yeah, you can. And I don't like, You know, like. As you know, like with the, you can do the upgrade kit, and you can. But you can, who wants to spend? I, I don't want to spend three four thousand dollars to go to the next level. Make it a ninety six, right, or even make it a, make it a one hundred three. If I had the four thousand dollars, sell the bike, add the four thousand dollars, and get a new bike. bike. Right. <laughs> you know, just leave it the way it is. You know, it's original. But um, so now, what I have done, as you gentlemen know, I had this noise on my bike. <laughs> and know. what did that noise sound like? <laughs> I had a, I had a squeaky belt problem, so um, Saturday I was um, I, I I was I was toying around with the idea. I said, you know what? I said I know Deb and I had something to do on Saturday, so I said, you know what? I, I, I'm going to take the bike down to the Harley dealer. They said, you know, you bring it in. You know, if you have time, bring it in. And I said, because it's <laughs> there's the <laughs> so, I say, because the belt's still squeaking. I said, well, okay, bring it in. And I said, all right, so here's the deal. So, if if you're if it looks like you're going to have the bike for a while, I'll just leave it. And I'll come back and get it during the week. But I'll take the windshield with me because I'm going to clean the windshield. And they said, okay, well, we're going to work on it. And we'll call you when it's ready. So, I left. And they called me up and they said, the bike's done. I said, how really? long? How long passed? I dropped that? the bike off at uh, eleven o'clock, mm-hmm. and they called me at two thirty, and yeah, it was done. Right. Wow! So this is Ocean That's, County. Wow! The holidays of Ocean County in Lakewood. And now you said you explained to them what exactly I what the explained to them ad nauseum what the problem was and what I had done in the past to remedy the issue, and I told them all about it, and then this is what they found. They they on the work description, which I have right here in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and it says belt squeaking. Okay, now here's the work resolution. Motorcycle has aftermarket pulley and wheel. Tech found rear caliper isolator to be worn and shifted to be interfering with caliper track. Replaced bumper and readjusted belt tension. Tech relocated exhaust bracket to correct exhaust leak. Tech test rode and found belt noise to be gone. So, so I said, caliper. really? I said, but apparently uh, my... Somebody b- ride behind him to make sure? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know that, but he said apparently... It, Did apparently, you go over there with a half helmet or a full helmet? I went over to my, my three-quarter helmet, right in between. <laughs> so your ears were covered, so you didn't hear shit. Right. No, no, no. Well, I, even I, still, don't no. forget the sound is in the back of the bike. Well, but wait, but wait. The, the, 
my three-quarter helmet I could hear a lot better. Because you should have that listen to you right away. So anyway, well, let me let me say. Here's what happened. So <laughs> I, I get there and I and I said. So it was what was making the squeaky noise. Apparently, was not the 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 belt like I thought it was. Well, although I think it had to be because I've cleaned the belt and it would go away and I'd readjust it. But it was yeah. the caliper was apparently rubbing somehow. I don't know. And they, they couldn't explain to me why that would have happened because as many times as the wheel has been on and off and on and off and on and off, they don't They have no explanation. Well, maybe it has something to do with that, that uh, magical word they said third party. Probably. Not, uh, not horrible. Very probably. So. I could see that happen with a non, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. You, you, you could run into issues with third party stuff sometimes. It's, it's possible. Not, it's not exact. No, I know. You know. And the thing is, it's not a very good third party <laughs> product. Called the third party squeak wheel. <laughs> it's a squeak wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well then, take this. <laughs> so that'd be great if your tire like fucked up and started making that sound. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm I did my, my was my speakers are messed up. It sounds like that. Does it really? That's <laughs> funny. So when I I say okay, fine. I picked the bike up and I decided, you know what? It's not too cold out. It's actually relatively good. I didn't I didn't have my heated gloves or my heated socks. Okay, I had on my regular leather jacket and my chaps, and I decided to go for a ride. Nice. So I did about forty miles. Okay, and I did not hear that noise at all. Nice, not at all. And I specifically made sure that I was in situations and in that riding you could hear it. that I could hear it if I had, to, and it's gone. It is absolutely knock gone. on wood, knocking on wood. Come in, it's gone. So I was well, still not losing that sound. I am not. No, that's 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 that's, that's part of me from now on. But it was it was very it was really really nice to go for that ride. Um, it, was, it was great. Great. And now here's something else I learned. Uh, as you know, you have a windshield, Tim. Well, I don't know. Yes. You you want to call that a windshield? It's yes. kind of that's no, a, it's a no, no, no. he has a fairing, so you have wait, to wait. include that in the windshield. Well, no, I'm talking about the glass. The glass, the glass itself, it's 12 inches. Is it really? Yes. It doesn't. It looks like a bug deflector. No. It's not that big. It's no? big. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> now, when when you clean your windshield, what do you use? Oh, this is a good one. I know what you're going to get at. I don't know what I use. I'm, what honestly, the fuck? I don't, you don't know what you use. I don't know what I use. What's happening? What the hell? Um, no, I, I don't remember. I don't remember if I used uh, Rain-X. Okay, let's put it this way. Okay. That's that might that may be a problem too. Yes. Well, par, it's you're not partial. Supposed to use Rain- I found out later you're not supposed to use Rain-X on it. Because Rain-X makes a film. Yes. yes. What was that? Um, what I learned... Is that you are not? And again, a lot of a lot of people say, "Well, how can you not know that?" Because you don't know that. But you're not supposed to use Windex on your windshield for your Plexiglass motorcycle. Glass it's window. plexiglass, right. uh, or Lexan, as they Lexan. might call. But what it does is it it uh, apparently dries out the uh, the plexiglass. It yep. dries it out, yeah. and that's what creates that gray kind of fog, yeah, smoky look, the f- smoky it, look it to it, that, yeah, like uh, your uh, sportster. And then, and right, that thing. It, could, it was <laughs> like you couldn't see through it. I could have painted that thing black. So it been the no magical question is: then, what are you doing? Just basic soap and water? You have to use no. Well, you can do that. That is yes, you can do that. Uh, but you have to use uh, like a microfiber when you're when you're wiping it down. But you uh, you should use a Lexan cleaner. There's specific cleaners for motorcycle windshields that you have to use. Uh, if, in my particular case, you have that fogging going on, um, 
Harley Davidson sells a, uh, a cleaner, which is kind yeah. of like, it almost looks like a paste wax. Mm-hmm. It's slightly abrasive. And what I have to do is I have to rub this on like a to wax. A, like a wax for, for a thick coating, let it completely dry, like kind of solid. Wipe it off and then do it like three or four more times after that. And what this will do is this will fill in all the cracks, scratches, etc., and hopefully bring the windshield back to its original well, form. Well, yours is not foggy, is it? It's slightly. You could see where I was wiping the windshield with the Windex, and you could wow. see where my hand went with the rag. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And you could see where it's clear where I missed, apparently. And yeah, so, you know, you should, you should take the soap and water and just wipe and clean it again. Yeah, I believe I have. I have washed the bike a number of times, and it doesn't make a difference. But uh, what they said, if after that, if that doesn't work, the other option is to take a fifteen thousand grit sandpaper, which is almost like paper. And do that first, and then do a higher grit sandpaper. And get the film off, and get and get it completely down to nothing, and then do the wax on top right. of it again. The uh, the uh, windshield. Wow. I can see seeing the thing with the uh, the rain you're talking about. If you do it right on a car, that's fine because that's glass. Right. Okay, you could use that film, and if you do it right, but you can't do it on. Uh, but you can't do it on plexiglass. No. You can't do it on a motorcycle windshield. It literally leaves. So a there's a lesson, boys and girls. That's a lesson. Do not do that. So. That's going to be one of the things I'm going to do. Probably this weekend, I'm going to take my windshield off, and I'm going to spend some time just doing that and see what it, And if it does not clear it up, uh, the windshield for my Heritage Softail is... 359 No, just I can get just the Plexi. I can buy just the Plexi for 150 bucks. So... Well, that's and I have the big one. I got the 21-inch one. That's what you said, right? <laughs> <laughs> you beat him to it. Yeah, so that, that's what I have, and that's what I have to, that's what I have to go through for mine. Yeah, um, uh, well, as a side note, uh, I want to, you've got to take your, next time your bike is around with mine. Yeah. I want you to take your shield off and see if it'll fit on my bike. Well, I know you got the, you, you got the Road King headlight on your bike. I don't care. I want you to try it. You can try it. Why can't you try it? Why do you, oh, you can. Why is it going to be difficult? Try yeah, absolutely. you got a can. quick release, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just pop oh, it yeah, off yeah. and pop yeah. it on mine. We'll, we'll give it a shot. I want to. I want to see. And I want to try. I want to see uh, how much of a difference that that bevel cutout is from yours to mine. Right. Because the headlight on yours is not particularly small either. No, it's uh, it's, it's just, not quite as wide as the. Uh, but I, I want to see if there's a difference. I think it's. I think it's about the same size as yours, Tim. On, on the heritage headlight and the electric light headlight is pretty much the same the same uh, housing. I don't know what to the one that Chris has. He's got the Road King animal. It's I don't know. Well, you've just got a different. See, got my fairing bezel. is over it, covers the whole thing, yeah. so you don't see it. But it's probably the same. But but that's right. You did get new headlights. New lights. Uh, right. Tell us about the lights you got. I just bought new uh, day. Was it uh, day makers? Okay. And uh, haven't put them in yet. I'm getting ready to. I'm now are these week. the LEDs? Yes, they are. I'm so well, if excited. it's nice out Saturday, you should do it Saturday when I change the oil over here. No. Well, well, I'll do it. Absolutely. I'm so tell me it. with your lights, the ones, the help. new ones you got. They're yep. the LED ones, correct? Yes. Now, did you? You also got the uh, spotlights, passing correct? lights, right? The passing lights. Yes, I got those as well. And I want to get the visors, but for some re- my um, my trim rings are not the right rings. So now, I did you the- find out that out for certain? That you can't- I'm, I'm look- I have the catalog, which I suggest you guys get and just browse through. I do have for it. your parts. Just, you know, it's just it's, sit it's, there it's whenever the big Harley Davidson. Just sit there and cry. <laughs> Go, Jesus! Yeah, look at his price on this thing. But you know, it's like. I want you to take off uh, one of your trim rings to see if it fits on mine. Oh, uh, really? Before. You know what happens when you start taking crap off? It doesn't go back on right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it exactly. Does. Yes, it does. 
Well, well yeah, we can see do the whole thing is, is we got to learn how to take our bikes yeah, apart. True. It's the only thing we're going to do. Do we I'm really not, have we to? We've got to learn. <laughs> not man. Hey, I, have I, somebody I, do I also changed the cover on my, uh, what's the primary? The derby, primary. Uh, primary cover? The yeah. derby cover. Okay. Which I put. That was a nice cover you put on there. Yeah. Like and you put on the, again. The ride to live, live to ride. The ride to live, live to ride. I right. would lift a ride one mile, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, should I put the one mile on there? Would that help? Would that that would be happy? cool as hell. Well, it's got the big number one on it. I'll bring my I'll bring my Dremel up next week, and we'll do that. Oh, nice. That's what that stands for, the Harley Davidson. You know, the big number one. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, man. <laughs> that's funny. Oh shit! No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I tell you. So, um, oh, so that's what I get, right? <laughs> Um, Never forget. So now, we're, you, now you're going to do your lights this week? You're going to put those in this week? I'm going to put them in this week. I was going to do my fluids, but like... Uh, well, with I, only 2,000 miles yeah, on the bike, what know, the hell? Exactly. Well, I, I spent $800 on a service <laughs> because it's the first time I had the bike. I wanted to get it serviced by yeah. Hurley. And it cost me $800. They did the fork oil and all that other stuff. Right. And I said, why am I going to change the fluids now? I didn't put that much miles on it. You know, they I don't. don't. So I'll, I'll save that money because Ride it would be hundred dollars. If anything, I would say I would say uh, you know I, I'm a little overkill, but if, if anything, I would say maybe do the primary fluid. And do you remember? I mean, being that they did the service, they probably put Sin Three in your bike. Uh, I you don't know, know if that, they right? did. That's your receipt. You should yeah. call Steve and talk to him and see what he did. If if he used that or ask, I would ask him if because you haven't done the transmission since you've had the bike. And that's the episode. No, over 2,000 miles on it. Oh, they did the transmission for yeah. you? Yeah, everything. Oh, of course. Wherever you do service, so, they do everything. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to do transfer many, 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 many miles. Well, here's a, a guy was telling me at work that um, a mechanic that he knows says the Sin 3 yeah. is uh, good for the oil of the bike and for the um, the primary, but not for the trans. Yeah, well, I wouldn't think so. He said no. use use regular transmission fluid. Because it's heavier and it, it lubricates better for the trans. Yeah. All right. So the other stuff is a little too thin. Okay. Wow. So, Very interesting. I mean, it's a matter of that's a that's a mechanic talking. So. All right. Yeah. Well, you can take care of that. Do you, I mean, your lights really? I mean, is there any? I, I assume there's wiring involved. I'm not afraid of it. Well, okay. I mean, I don't care. I'll I'll fix it. I'll get it right. Okay. I mean, I'm 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 at this I'm at this point now where I just want to take my bike apart if I could. If I had a garage, I'd take the damn thing apart and paint it myself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I could, right. but I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't put it anywhere. It's damn called. It. Yeah, the garage is a big deal. Uh, with regard to um, the windshields, Chris, uh, like Tim was saying in the Harley Davidson catalog, which is what, what, what did they call that catalog? Is that the parts catalog or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know what parts. it is. But it's it's a for those of you who don't have Harley Davidson or don't know, Harley Davidson produces this uh, very thick catalog. That they pretty much give to yeah, Harley right. Davidson owners. That's right. And it's um, if any stinking part that you could possibly want for whatever Harley Davidson you own, and whatever part you don't think you'll ever want, they have in this catalog. My cover's getting worn out. That's how much I go through it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going through it all the time. You know, it's and I've gone through it, and I've used my Sharpie marker, and I've circled things that I want from. Of course, I did this when I had my Sportster. Um, <laughs> And I think I still have that particular category. But the news, and I've gone through it and I've picked out the things I want. And naturally, using the Harley Davidson catalog, as you know, you know, if you go through this, and you, there, there is nothing under $100 in there. Well, I mean, there are things mean, in there, but generally, the, thing, yeah, the things you want 
you know, are not going to be, you know, you know, luggage, for example. You know, <laughs> I know that's forget it. It's stupid. No. You know, speakers, stereo, whatever the case may be. You know, the infotainment system. I know you said you wanted to add that. Yeah, I, that, like, I would love to know if there's anybody out there that has an answer to this. If we took the fairing off inner and outer of my bike, the 2002 Electric Glide, and took the fairing off and the inner fairing of the 2014, would the front end of the bike be identical? So, and if the answer is yes, why can't I put the fairing of 2014 on my bike? I think for me, I, I think... What would be the difference? My if thought would only be the only thing that would probably be different is the electron. It would be the probably, wiring. Yeah, there would probably be some minor Probably the wiring would be the only thing that would be different. But what, no, even the wiring shouldn't even change. Well, I mean, because you know... Well, oh, absolutely. 2002 to 2014? That's a lot. Of, I mean... It's 12 years, dude. All right. But that can be changed. Wiring can be changed. You can adapt wiring. Well, let's say, for example, well, let's see, the 2014 has the uh, the 4.5-inch screen. Right. It, right. See, that's what I so, want. Right. Now, and it has it, all the other gauges, too, plus the speakers. Yeah, it would probably have to be some wiring magic going on in there, you know, some smoke and mirrors and poof. You know, well, have well, to be you, it can be done. All I'm right. saying is it I, can be done. I'm sure it could be. You I know? wouldn't want to screw around with it. If you knew me. what the wires were, that's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're not labeled here. Plug this into this. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. I'm sure they're well, not. Well, if I get the chance, you know what I'll do? Uh, I'll take a, another ride over to Liberty, and I'll ask one of the mechanics. There's no Liberty. Over it's there. not Liberty. It's called Hannah. I'm Hannah? talking about well, tell, well, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Hannah. 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 Tell us about it. I know you went there, and you went there as well, yes. right? It's This is Hannah Holly-Davidson yeah. in Rahway, yeah, New Jersey. It used to be Liberty. Now they changed it over to Hannah. Well, he sold it. The he original sold it. owner sold it. Okay. So it's no, more, no longer in Liberty. And tell us about it. It's They changed it around. It, like I said to Chris, it reminds me of just like a warehouse now. It's yeah, because they have so many bikes in there. And it's squished in. I don't even know if you have enough room to sit on a bike. So many really? Bikes it's, in there. Is that tight in there? Yeah. It is a tight. Dude, they put a lot of bikes in there. Really? A lot. They have the uh, the main uh, desk now uh, when you walk in, right. so it's kind of got like a Harley Davidson store setup now. You right. mean when you first walk in the the, the count? The no more desk? bikes in the front. Oh, really? What's in that? All, all clo- the clothing area. Oh, when you first walk in, it's all motor clothes. Yep. Oh wow! And that's where the okay. main desk is. Just the hello desk, if you were to The hello desk. Yes. Most places call that a receptionist. <laughs> but in Chris's little world, it's called that, the hello I couldn't desk. get that word out, man. Trauma. It's trauma. I, right? It, it is. Trauma. I couldn't get trauma. that word out. It's trauma. We know what this is? The hello desk. That's the sound of an empty drink bottle. Sounds like a problem for you. Yeah. It does it, yeah. <laughs> Too bad for me. But, uh, okay, so tell us more about I mean, I, you, What do you think was the most prominent bike in there? Prominent? There's one, so many you can't. Well, pick I know, out but one. what bike did you think there was more of? What brand? What? No, they, uh, they, model. they no, had, they had four go, or five of that. each model. Yeah. Oh, did they, they really? Yes, four or five. Of I each bet you model. they didn't have four or five V rods. They had V rods. They had V rods. They had pretty they every freaking model bike there. That yes. may become my new favorite store. They even had the uh, the the trike that I like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about that too. Not the but, not the electric light trike. The other one, the the freewheeler. They had that there. Well, I that was, is really a nice. Let bike. me tell you. Let me tell you a little something person. about the freewheeler. While I was at the Harley Davidson dealer waiting uh, a little bit, they had a freewheeler there. Of course, they have actually. I had four of them, and I sat on one. I got to tell you, man, that is a really, really comfortable bike. That is super freaking comfortable. Every, all the proportions of on that being on that bike were as far more comfortable than my bike. 
I even think my arms were, were I didn't feel cramped, plenty of stretched out, plenty of leg room for me. And it felt super, just sitting on it. It was just like, wow, it just, this is a bike you solid. feel like s- solid. That's a good word for it. It felt solid. I think this is your next bike, Tim. Like I said, if they made that with the tilt ability, that's the thing. I think you need it. I think so. Well, I'll tell you I, what's going to happen. Because well, I can't see. Ta- try imagine taking a turn on your bike straight up. Well, you're leaning into it. That's how you have to ride the body turn. Wise, get, body but, wise. But, but still, it doesn't, it's not going to feel right. Do that on your bike. You're not going to feel right. You're not going to feel comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, then you you're adapt. going. You adapt. Yeah, I understand that. I understand. I, I know it wouldn't feel right at first, but. But I don't, I see with our technology today, there's no reason why they can't make it until. Oh, they probably could. But I think you're gonna. You would see a probably five to seven k jump in price for that. At least on Harley Davidson's end. I know, I mean, you that, know the fact that we. Uh, I mean, has uh, Yamaha's but, doing it? I well, know got, I know that the, the the other version of the the three wheeler where the two wheels are in the front and the one in the back. Right. And then we saw at the uh, the AMS show. Right. Right. The oh, Yamaha. So the Yamaha. Like called, I believe it's the, the, the city. No. 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 <laughs> no. We're talking about the Harley conversion kit they have. For the Harley, that one did not lean to, either. Yes, that, it did. It did. Oh, it's yeah, right. It, it yeah, had a okay. lean. Technique, did it really? Okay, which is pretty cool. But I don't want. The, I don't want two front you're wheels. You're using though. a no. That's stupid. I don't want a snowmobile. No. <laughs> it defeats the purpose of having a. Uh, I don't want to make. Although, although I saw something. It's funny. Uh, I saw something on Facebook where, uh, and it was on. Uh, it was on. I can't remember. So I'm not going to guess. Um, it was on one of the biker uh, Facebook pages. Somebody had posted a uh, thing about a Can Am. Okay, and and everybody was was also picking on it, but this guy was posting. He had taken pictures, and then he noticed that the guy sitting at the light with the Can Am had straps around his leg. What? And it turns out the guy was uh, was was paralyzed from the waist down. So <coughs> that's was, what it's good for. He I was mean, riding a Can Am, and it, and it was so yeah. So it's like now now I I'm not going to pick on him so much. No, well, and that's, that, that's where they're good. That's, that's, right. that's fantastic. That. So, Absolutely. so you, you, you have a guy who normally would not be able to ride, right. can now ride on a uh, bike kind of thingy. Bike kind of thingy. thingy. And, be sta- <laughs> and be stable and comfortable. Right. right. So, uh, absolutely. And I think trikes are... Trikes and that's and the only people are allowed to ride them? Yep. <laughs> So they get the they get the pass from me. But what if you have a vagina? They they <laughs> get, they get the pass. No, no, no. Vaginas, uh, real vaginas. Women they they ride. So good for them. That's awesome, and they should. Yeah, absolutely. Trikes, uh, trikes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be that dick. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a dick. Somebody okay. might consider me a dick for saying this, but I think if you have a problem walking, um, if you are paralyzed, if you have a you say, well, say yeah, I'm sorry. Problem walking. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Yeah, I don't mean it. To, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I know a lot. I know a lot of people who have a problem walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I have a problem walking. Handy, I have problems say, with my knees. Do I if qualify? You, if you no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Those are our handicaps. If you are if you are handicapped, uh, that's where I think Can Ams and trikes come in. Then that's okay. But if you can hold up a bike normally, you're right, a normal okay. old right. guy. Okay. Yeah. There's okay. no reason for you to have a fucking trike or a can-am. Can-am. That's, that's my two cents. I'm All right. sorry. I'm I sorry. Mean, you're, you're allowed to have that opinion. That's okay. Because you, you, those guys are just, they, they won't admit it, but they're afraid to fall over. Okay. That's what's wrong. 
They did. Uh, they got a little chicken little in them. <laughs> now, if, like I said, if you if you you know if you're old, if you're senior, you got some kind of medical condition. Your legs are not strong. You got bad. That's what I'm saying. Really I'm, bad I'm saying that to you, and no, you're, you're saying not. no. No, you're not. I'm t- you're fine. So you're talking about get up. This is what. This is you, what you just don't want to see me on that. No, no, no you're fine. This you is can what, still hold right the bike up. That's, That's what I'm Diego. getting. At. Piaggio. Piaggio. Tim wants to get a Piaggio? I'm not getting a Piaggio a scooter. A three-wheel right? MP3 scooter? It's an MP3 scooter. You wow. <laughs> when you're done riding, you plug it into your computer. Wow. <laughs> it's it's, tr- it's See, that uh, leans Piaggio. It, it moves right. by music only. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's okay. I mean, if, if, you're, if, that, if that's your thing, that's fine. It's not my thing. I wouldn't do it, but, you know, what? <laughs> okay. So let's uh, moving on. Shall we? Well, let's go right into email. How's that? We'll go right into some email go. we got. Uh, so we've, 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 we've we talked about that. Okay, okay. Uh, I got some email here, and this is from Larry of the V Twin Blog. That's vtwinblog.com. Hi, Larry. Uh, everybody say hello to Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Um, <laughs> Larry says, "I've been listening to your podcast for about three months now, and really enjoy the show. The well, way you, you the way you talk is how I talk to my riding buddies at the bar." That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Right. <laughs> I have a motorcycle blog I have called uh, the VTwinBlog.com, and I want to put a link to your podcast on my resource page. Is that cool with you? Well, absolutely. You can even tattoo Motorcycle Man on your and ass, and we'll be happy. Good, and we're going to put an attachment for your on our, our website. Yes, we will. We'll do that. If I, if Anything I, I may have, we want I, to I will do that. To. Once again, I really enjoy the podcast, and he says, also, the squeaky belt sound effect made me spit my coffee out at work the first time I heard it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the effect that we're going for. If we can make you spit out your coffee, because that, then we know we're doing yeah, our job. Yeah, hopefully not while you're riding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, again, hello to Larry. Bike? Does bike, does, uh, Larry say what kind of bike he drives? No, he does not. Oh, actually, uh, you know what? Uh, he did. Let me let me hold it. Hold it. I can I can find out real well, quick. That's the good information. I can know. find we out real quick. I what our, our listeners are riding. Um, That's important. Yes, it is important. I just uh, started talking to a gentleman in Texas uh, playing my game Yahtzee, and he he is a uh, service manager at a Harley dealer. Nice. Okay. And uh, he rides a 2006 Ultra. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Larry doesn't say what he rides. And, uh, okay, well, all right. He's a rider. Well, anytime he's a rider. you're going to write us, Please include the kind of yeah, bike you Just tell us what you're riding. Yeah, we like want to know, know, too, okay? Right. Don't, don't think hesit- it just has to be Harley. It could be whatever, man. And it doesn't don't, matter. Don't hesitate whatever. to send pictures, Whatever too. you ride. Right. Send pictures. Uh, Unless it's a Can-Am. No, I'm on each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got an email My- here from Zane from Perth, Australia. Perth. Hey, wow. See, Australia. Motorcycle men are global. From down under. Wow. Right? And he says, been listening to the podcast on my night shift while I drive a security patrol car around my region. It's amazing how many motorbike events in America there are. Sounds like there's one to two every weekend. Yes. He says, I am currently riding an O2 supercharged V-Rod. And oh. You think I can get someone to work on it? I guess that was a question. Uh, he says, I've been, uh, it's, well, it's been good listening. Keep it up. Thought I'd add a pick of the old Silver Lady Super Trap Exhaust with progressive suspension nice. and a Sprint Tech Supercharger hiding underneath the airbox. And he did send over a couple pictures, and which I will show you guys right now. There we go. 
Oh, that's his V Ross over. Here. Yeah, that's a that's a beaut, man. I tell you, I, what, it's I, a I, beautiful I still bike. love the V Ross. I love that man. I love that V Ross. That's a sweet bike. And I will tell you, like solid it, it, rims. I didn't know they had. Yeah, they, they, they had this originally came out with solid rims. Really? Yeah, the uh, the, er, the early ones, the O two O three. That was the only other bike that the Harley ever made outside of my Fat Boy that they made with solid rims. That's right. And uh, the V Ross is a good nice. bike. So uh, Zane, nice, if you ever Zane. need somebody to take care of your bike, just ship it over to me. <laughs> As you know, I'm a V-Rod fanatic, and I will definitely take care of that for you. Yeah, he'll take care of it. You may not get it back, but I'll take care of it for you. But, yeah, uh, he'll take care of it. Put all the miles on it. <laughs> you know what? they got to build a road, man. they got to build a bridge from Australia to here. Yeah, get right on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just that the plane flight's like 24 hours over there. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 oh, it takes, takes and, a and it looks so, It looks so awesome over there, like great riding. Right, like I would love to ride over in Australia. Just got to worry about being tagged by lions. Oh my, yeah, and every yeah, everything's over there in Jurassic Park. I tell you what, friggin' God, you, everything in I swear, everything in Australia can kill you. Well, that right. is, yeah, it's the land of death. Yes, right. it's the land of Chris sees but it's a, beautiful. Chris sees a spider. He's oh my God, I'm out! I'm out! I will Where's swim that back I'm home. Going. <laughs> One spider on my bike, and everything I'm out. does want to kill you out. in Australia. You know, it's like every time I watch, I, I like to watch like Smithsonian Channel and all that. And yeah, yeah, watch, yeah. And they're talking about Australia and everything. Any animal that they talk that can kill you instantly, it's in Australia. Yes, <laughs> and they're big, and nothing small either. In well, Australia. that's not true. You got your snakes and your spiders, and there's some frogs too. Like there's if spiders you, if over there that kill birds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. right. that's, that's ridiculous. Have you ever heard of a uh, a coconut spider? Yes. The, th- the coconut spider is like bigger than a dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, don't yeah. need that. Don't no. need that. Yeah, you know, like like I said, the camel spider. That's another oh, thing we don't yeah. need. Yeah. We don't need a camel. Spider. No, they don't have that over there. Thing. No, they're, they're they got there. enough big stuff. They got there. enough. They got enough stuff that can kill like you. I'm telling you, the Australia is the real life. <laughs> yeah, so when, you're, when you're riding your bike, you're getting chased by a spider. Yeah, <laughs> get about it. you know, like once in a while, at the cover, you know, I have my bike in a cover here, and I take it off, and there might be a spider, a little spider underneath. <laughs> over there, you take the cover off, and the spider's like a foot wide. Yeah, yeah, it is the cover. I was like, guess what? You own the bike now, buddy. Bye bye. So drops Mike's. I'm out. out. That's it. Out. <laughs> so, Zane, like, if you're talking about your motorcycle events, you're not in the United States, uh, and I'm sure it's probably globally, but uh, as a motorcycle community here in the United States, we don't necessarily need a reason to ride because that's what we want to do. Uh, and over here, as you know, as brothers and sisters, one of the things we like to do. About I will riding, not ride in Russia. Well, oh, I've seen the videos. Yes, oh, yeah. that that is cars over there. Well, but the point is, <laughs> the point is, as far as it goes for events, we, we like I said, we don't need a re- reason to ride. But if we are going to ride, we want to share our rides with other brothers and sisters right. on the bike. Right. And that's why we, we get the we have these events. We get together. We ride. Now, if you go to lets-ride.com, yeah. and if you go to Australia, they want you to sign up. But there are, there are rides available there. They may not be in your area, but there are rides everywhere. So uh, that's... And what site is that again? Uh, Let's-ride.com. Or they want me to sign in. You know what it is? I mean, it's kind of, it's, uh, Australia's a big, that's big. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course it's big. Now, does, uh, is Where to Ride available over there? Uh, it is. Um, let's see if, uh, if they're doing this yet. Let's see. Yeah, they still don't have the, uh, 
our ride listed yet, but uh, where to ride.com. Let's check out where to ride. They have here's our ride is up there. We have our ride listed. Nice. Uh, yeah. Do they have so, a list of the wildlife? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go cities and states. Let's go uh, event name organization city state. I wonder if we can enter Australia. Do Australia. Let's see. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can spell that one. List. There's a... No, uh, that still shows up New Jersey. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Look at that. Australia's in New Jersey this whole time. Who knew? <laughs> Whoa. Wow. There's uh, so you're going to have to pan out, Jersey. man. Wow. Just pan out and see if it shows it. Holy cow. This is just... There movie. are a lot of rides in just this country. Mike, just, just in the United States. <laughs> oh there's, a, there's a boatload of... Oh, uh, my boatload? That's a friggin' And they're all in, and they're all in the east. All right, we're going, we're going across the uh, we're going across the pond here. Now you got to go down, Diana. not across. Here we go. There's nothing coming up in Australia on where to ride. So <laughs> maybe it just hasn't well, made it there. So maybe yet. somebody has to start doing it. Yeah, it's somebody needs, Zane. There you go. It's your job to start posting rides on where to ride dot com. But then again, in Australia, it, everywhere is where it is to ride. Yeah. Where do you ride in Australia? It's it everywhere. Where to ride and not get killed in Australia? Yeah, right. Okay. Is that it's got to be beautiful, man. Wow, yeah, gotta right. be beautiful. Uh, based on everything that I've read, as you know, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and uh, there's a, there, a lot of good things to say about riding in Australia. Australia is just not epic, a lot, man. not a lot of good things to say about riding anywhere else, though. You know? <laughs> so uh, just check that out. G- speaking of rides, speaking of our ride, uh, right, coming you, up, our, high point. the whole thing is, if but, we went to Australia, I don't think I can handle ten days of this. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> but it might be good to keep the spiders away. Yeah, right. Oh, look, it's a spider squeak. Australia pops up, and look, nothing. Ah, well. Oh, well. So what you're gonna have to do anyway? Speaking of the second annual Motorcycle Men High Point Group Ride. It's going to take she place. We call it a high point ride, but we're really not going to high point. We're going well, to we, Port Jervis. Well, we don't. Which is right there. It's okay. Anyway. Which is right there. We it's call it the right high point there. ride because that's what we did last year. Anyway, so we're having the ride on May 14th, 9 a.m. We're leaving from the Dunkin' Donuts at 333 North Avenue East in Cranford. And from there, we're going to head off. Uh, we're going to do a trial run on the ride at the end of April. We're not. We're just. We're going to. Just, we're just going to drive it out. Just make sure that the route is what we want. Uh, I've done already two uh, test courses for the ru- for the route, mm-hmm. and I damn I can't get it under two hundred fifty miles. So don't. If we are going to do Port Jervis and Frank Frazetta Museum in uh, Marshall's Creek, Pennsylvania, and then back, we're, we're looking at minimum of two hundred fifty. Who miles. cares? So that's I mean, fine. That's, that's, that's fine. That's, that's fine. If we're, if we're leaving at nine o'clock, yeah. If we're leaving at eleven o'clock, we're not. No, if we're leaving at eleven o'clock, we're going to High Point and coming back. <laughs> we're going to go to get lunch and come back. That's it. But yeah. uh, right now, uh, the uh, website is already set up to sign up. It's free to sign up. There's no cost for this. You just have to pay for your own lunch and pay for your own gas. We're just trying to get a head count so we know we can warn the restaurant we're going to for lunch that we're going. Right. <laughs> That's it. And if, if for some odd reason we have 300 people sign up, then we also have to alert yeah, the and police. It's, and like I said, you have, we have to, that it's, 
we're, we're planning a group ride, but it's not like everybody's on a leash. No, you're not. Every, no, you know, wherever no. we go, if you want to eat where we eat, then you can go screw off and do what you want. Do what you want. Right. We're going to have, uh, I'm, everybody's going to get cue sheets so everybody knows where to turn and where to turn, uh, where not to turn and how not to get lost. Uh, but we're going to have, uh, I'm going to be leading the ride. Uh, it's quite appropriate that a guy nicknamed Wrong Way is going to lead oh, a group perfect. ride. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. And everybody behind him gets to hear this. Well, that's that's so we can that's so everybody can follow him. That's right. That's if they that, lose him, they the, can yeah. hear him. That's they right. Hear, that's they right. know where he's going. Uh, there he is. Now, Tim, have you decided you're going to ride middle of the pack? And Chris, you're going to ride sweep, correct? Yes. Okay. You mean tail gun? Sweep, whatever we call it, sweep because anybody that tags behind you're behind them. <laughs> and you got to stop with them and find out what's going on yeah. and pass on the word. That's it. All right, if you say so. That's the yeah. job. That's the so job. You're sweep. So you're going to ride mid packs. No, I like. I always like to wear a tail gun. You know that. Okay. I know. So I'll, I'm not I'll, a fan of riding in the middle of the pack. With no. A lot of so we're going to have the SMH tens going, and then yep. everybody will be able to tap into us and hear. Now, I am currently speaking with Tom Tom, and see if they will give us a uh, their latest GPS unit. Nice to plot this course out. They they seem. Uh, in my conversations with them now, they seem like they are, are okay for it. I have to give them more information. They want to know some demographics, how many people we're going to have on a ride. I'm like, I don't know how many people we're going to have on a ride right now. We don't know. You know, we just need to finalize the route by the end of April. And if we don't have a Tom Tom to use, I'm going to have to get one. One yeah. way or the other, I'm going to have to get a GPS unit. Well, I got As, my GPS, but it doesn't. Ha- it's not. It's it's you, an old one, right? But you can't. If, you, <laughs> if yeah, we right. talked about this before, mine looks like a little old console TV. <laughs> on my remember back in the old days when right. televisions you just have to put a magnifying glass in front of it. Yeah, but this is Tim's GPS. That's exactly. He's it. got it's, a 12 inch magnifying glass in front of this GPS. <laughs> <laughs> we should put a picture of it up on our website. Yeah, do you have a picture of it? Well, I I'll put should, it on the website. Yeah, yeah we'll do <laughs> because that. Because I tell you. It works great, though. I can't. I tried to get updates for it. Can't get updates for it or anything. Which 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 one? What is it? Which what, one is it? Huh? Which one is it? I don't know. I think it's the older version. Yeah, well, the older version. That's it's, a, it's a good model number. Older version. It's it's so old. I think there's a man with yeah. Chis- there is no version. There's a man. Garmin. There's a man inside with a chisel in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You don't know what the make and model number is. Uh, I didn't write it down. It's a nuvo. It isn't. No, isn't no, it's it's not have, a Nuvo. They, they didn't have Nuvos okay. back then. Well, let me ask you this: Can you, can you at least no plot, point? You no, oh, you can't point. plot a course. No, on, so basically, just telling you ne- where you are. It, you could find. You, You're lost. Like I no, said, thank you. It it's old version 1.0. <laughs> it, can, it, it can get you from A to B. As long as you put A, B, oh, A so and B it's down, like a, it's okay. a regular thing. It's nothing. It's just special. like your car GPS, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Say what we're looking for, but I'm hoping to get from top down is one you where you just get the uh, the cell phone mount and use your phone. Yeah, you know right? what the problem Probably. with that is you now. Do you have a power adapter on your? Yes, on your I button? do. You do. Yeah, okay, so. so you can plug your phone into it. Here's what I have learned about that though. Although you have your phone plugged in, as long as you're navigating, the power is never going to go up. It'll stay put. That's fine. You know, which is really interesting because at some point when you shut your bike off, it shuts. You know, it, it should be working off your battery anyway. But as long as you're navigating, it's sucking juice, man. Yeah, but it's one of those things that when you're when you're when you're done, you stop riding, you take the phone with you and you shut it off. Yeah, or I don't you know. use it normally. Yeah, I don't know. I've noticed that. I, for example, well, this year, this year, I do not. I'm not. I refuse to use the GPS unit that I used last year. 
Yeah, don't. I am not going to use that again because it failed us miserably. That's, that's meant for more of a hiker. <laughs> it's it's meant for hiking. It's meant for mountain biking. It's but it's not meant for motorcycling at, at all. So hopefully uh, we'll have that TomTom um, Tom unit. But we'll see. Like I said, so go to if you go to our website, you can sign up. This way we can get a head count of who's going to be coming, who's going to be going. The ride is also listed on WhereToRide.com. It's yes, also listed it on there. And within the, What's I the think title of the ride, it's called Man? the second annual Motorcycle Men High Point Group Ride. There you go. All right. Uh, any type of motorcycle is welcome. Any type of rider, passengers, doesn't matter. Hell, if you want to follow us in your car, you're more than welcome to join us. That's fine. That's it. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's also within the next 24 hours. It should be also up on let's ride let's let's ride.com. It should be listed on there as well. Uh, we've been posting on Facebook for the ride and uh, Twitter. I'll do a Twitter post. On you that. you put it on uh, let's dash ride. Oh my god! What? Could you imagine how many people show up? That would be great. I, 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 I Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that would be funny if we have like 400 people in the parking lot. Oh we're like, God. okay, we're going to... Str- you know what? Do you know what door you just opened? You know what would be funny? <laughs> Is we're just getting to high point and people are just leaving. <laughs> That'd be the string that we... Yes. Oh, my God. That would be cool. That'd be... It'd be the greatest event ever. We'd be, You know what kind of publicity we would get for that? I mean, especially especially when they're walking us into the jailhouse with our hands handcuffed behind our backs. That'd be funny. I don't even know if we get out of the parking lot. No, we might not. I don't think so. So remember. let's briefly, let's say hello to some friends of ours. Friends let's, of ours are. Let's say hello to Joe G. at Shorefire Designs. I say that. Yeah. He's actually going to be at uh, Ocean County, uh, Harley, Davidson, Harley Davidson of Ocean County Lakewood this weekend doing patches and uh, taking orders for work. So if you guys want to nice. come down and get some patches sewn on your jackets, he's going to be there. Down at the Harley-Davidson deal, down by me. Now is your opportunity to come down and see this great store. It's a great store. Nice. Fantastic. When is he doing that Saturday? It's this Saturday he'll be there. Oh. Yeah. Saturday. We might be able to go down there Saturday, Chris. I'm off. There you go. Uh, let's say hello to Steve up at TT Cycles. Steve. Get your uh, restored Triumph or custom bike from TT Cycles. Hey. <laughs> uh, let's hey. all say hello to our friends uh, at Loud Pipes. That's Rich Rico and John. I had a nice conversation with them guys nice. on Skype with Kevin from the uh, Throttled Podcast on what the hell? It was over the weekend. It was a nice chat. Was, it was great. It was really good to talk to those guys. You know, they're, they're really, really funny to talk to. Rico's finally back in the U.S. He was, he was in Puerto Rico, or Costa Rica, or something oh, like really? that. So oh, he's nice. Back in town. Yeah. So uh, it's good to talk to those guys. Uh, also, I want to say hello to James Grisho, Chris over at the Pace Motorcycle Podcast. We haven't heard from them in a while. I think they're taking a little break. Uh, say hello to Christy and Joanna at Motorific Podcast, and Mike at the Chopper Profits out on the left coast. And, of course, we want to say hello to Kevin at the Throttle Podcast down in Balaama. Balaama? Balaama. And, of course, uh, out of my favorite state, my personal favorite state, Utah, Chuck and Todd at the Wheel Nerds. Nice. Chuck and Todd. You know, Chuck, uh, one of those guys was complaining about his vision going. Oh no! Oh yeah, it's like you know, kind of like uh, thing like where you have your need reading glasses now, kind of like, like me. Chris. Oh, like that's, you, Chris. that's, yeah. that's like glasses. I thought he would not be able to see. No, period. no, no, no. Just reading glasses, like you know, like welcome to the club. It'd be yeah, worse could be wearing binoculars like me. So no. <laughs> bifocals. You know what people should do? Be should, people should be going to road ID, Chris. You know that? That's right. Yes. Yeah, like you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and like, like you. Like yes, you. Like me. Still haven't gotten it yet. Huh? Yeah. We. Awesome. Awesome. Get you. <laughs> so awesome. It's so awesome. That's why I, I can't buy one. <laughs> it is beyond awesome. Um. 
Now, as far as goes to audiobooks, for you listeners of Motorcycle Men Podcast, you can get yourself an audiobook download and a three free 30-day trial. Give you the opportunity to check out their service. I am just about done with Investment Biker by James Rogers. Jim Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the world with James Rogers. He's an investment dude. He made, he made buku dollars doing investments and crap like that. And he's going around the world with his girlfriend. And like I had said last time, it's it's it has actually mostly turned into a history and finance lesson. Oh, it's very informative, very interesting. I get it. I'm only I, I, I'm cool, but I'm bored with it already. So I'll give it three stars. But again, I, originally I said this book was written in the early '90s. It's more like um, late so, '90s. So you're saying nobody knows, nobody rides now that writes books? <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. Well, you know what? That's just everything, it. Nobody. Every, we're too busy 20, riding. Everything's twenty years ago. We're too uh, busy riding. riding. Too busy riding. But there's nobody's well, except, except for you know Charlie Borman and uh, Ewan McGregor who did their movies, and of course uh, Neil Peart who's done some books, but. Uh, I I give the book this one I just listened to I I give it three stars because you want to, when you heard about the writing it was like wow really it was it was interesting but then he goes off on a tangent starts talking about world history and cultures and starts talking about money and finance that's fine but fine uh, just sh- shut up and tell me about the ride yeah exactly no, that's what I'm interested in that's why I got for the something book. So, for something else um, the, that revolves around that then fine yeah I'm not I'm not saying don't get the book I'm saying if you want a little bit of history lesson you want to learn a little bit about finance then get the book you know that's it so right now we are going to talk about guess what guess America we're gonna yes we're gonna talk about Americade and I'll tell you why we're gonna talk about Americade because it is the Best motorcycle event in the world. So far that we've be, been be, to. We've been that to. That we've been to. I, that I we've like been that. to. Now, I... Sure, we're going to have a lot of listeners going, No way! Daytona! Well, I had... And we'll get to it in a moment. And don't forget, not to pick on America, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, even though it's great because it was a big... Big, uh, big show up for Harley this past year. Yes. Okay, very big. Yeah. It's not known as a Harley... It's a Honda. No, it's a Honda thing. It's a Honda thing. It started out a Honda thing. I had an interview with Christian Dutcher. Nice. The president, I guess you could call him, of Americade. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Did a nice interview. That is coming up very shortly. Yeah, it's a great location. Run that. And I, I recommend it to go. Beautiful go, riding. Go. Oh, my God. Everybody should go. The riding. And totally awesome. It was fantastic. And the thing is, we are poised to go there again this year. Not for the whole event. Just for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I have already s- slotted the days off. I'm going. What, what day is it? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No, Thursday, date. Friday, and Saturday. Eighth. The dates. The 8th, 9th, and 10th. 8th, 9th, and 10th. So have you made preparations to go, Tim? No, I was going to do that today, and I forgot what dates. 8th, 9th, and 10th. Well, you could always go, on a, you so could always me, go to so, the internet. So for me, you're into web. 8th and 9th, you're taking off. But so it'll be Thursday and Friday. Thursday yeah. and Friday, yes. And you, Tim, you're all set? I have to wait for my turn to bid on it, but as of right now, it is available. So okay. when it gets to me, I should be able to get that week off. Okay, and you will be able to get the, the two days off, Chris, you think? For sure? Yes. I hope so. Okay, good. Now, the only thing we have to concern ourselves with is our lodging. Lo- as you know, Lo- 90% of the uh, places that are available up there are booked solid. Yeah, just so everybody listening knows, that's what happens with this uh if you're yeah. going to go, book your stuff a year in advance. Yeah, like when you're checking out, goes. sign up for the next year. Because <laughs> it goes quickly. Like the hotel that we stayed at last year, which was the Comfort Inn, correct? 
<coughs> yeah, I like, I like that place. Well, Just for people out. that don't know, what was the uh, what was the head count that they they got last year? I asked him about that. I asked Christian about. I asked him about statistics. What could he tell? What was the total count? He goes, you know, well, you'll hear it in the interview. He, they don't really know. <laughs> because the reason is, is as people are checking in every single day of the week. So they they don't really go. They don't really check it off. They don't note it. I, I, I see it as a simple thing to check off, you know, write it down. But he says they were in the vicinity of 80,000. There you go. Wow. So yeah, that's how many attendees. It's a great area. It's a huge event. I mean, it's like being in a world yeah. where cars don't exist. Yes. It's it's absolutely wild. Yes. I'll tell you what. One of the things that I appreciated about it much, I think it's a just absolutely wonderful event. Uh, it's all about riding. Yeah, is what this this event? It's about the ride. It's yeah, a, the tours it's a, they give you. Right, it's a celebration of the motorcycle. Yeah, right. And what they're adding this year, which is totally new, and everybody's saying, "Well, it's all about cruisers. It's all about touring bikes." Wrong. Not anymore. Now they have a new thing. Now they're introducing called Dirt Days. It's for adventure riders. Oh, nice! It's happening six miles from the Americade event itself, and it's all about off road and adventure riders. Cool. Oh, cool. so, so it's a little something for everybody. It's a little something for everybody at this event. And you're going to take your electric life out of there, right? Yeah, there sure. you go. Yeah, do that. And and, and the thing is, is like Christian said, if you sign up for one, you're signed up for both. You're not limited to just, okay, I, I haven't signed up for Dirt Days. I can't go to America. No, no, no. You sign up for Dirt Days, you can go to America. You sign up for America, you can go to Dirt Days. That's nice. So... There you go. Now well, that's awesome. I got to hear the interview. Yeah. Now the thing is, is what we have to figure out for the three of us. We have to figure out what we're going to do about our lodging. Well, now we're we're obviously going we're obviously going to yeah for four of us, right? Four? Yeah. Well, Chris's bike. <laughs> <laughs> so what you need is a ground level room with outside access. Oh, <laughs> right. That's a, if like that happens. The bike's coming into the room. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fun. I'm sorry. Uh, so what we're looking at we're is... You're going to hear a whole different kind of squeak. <laughs> That'd be different. Is there a squeaky bed sound? That's what we need to hear. Right. Um, uh, so we're going to ride up on Thursday the 8th. I realize this is two months off. I, <laughs> I realize this is two months off before this happens. But, you know, we like to get our listeners excited about for us and with us about this. So it's, I realize it's two months away. Oh, please but, don't let it rain. Oh, my God, don't uh, let it rain. I asked him if he could do anything about the weather, and he said, well, you know. <laughs> but, Why don't you just move it one week? One, the next week was perfect. Yeah, the next <laughs> week was rain. perfect. Well, you know, when you really think about it. Our, yeah, our, if it fucking rains, man, I got to tell I don't know, man. I got to tell you. If it's going to be, if it's going to, like, rain every day. Well, I'm going to bail. Well, you know, well, you could drive up. You could just drive up. That was up. miserable. You could drive it? up. That sucked. But it was an experience. Yeah, because it was just raining like four hours straight. It was yeah, just fucking well. ridiculous. <laughs> I know. That's that, that. There was there was soaked, and then there was what we were. What? Well, <laughs> you know what's even worse? Insult to injury. Insult to injury. We rode all the way up there in this downpouring rain. Well, I, only a halfway. The first half was okay. The second half two was and a half shit. hours of just downpour. It was just downpour rain. Insult to injury. Is the next day we had to go to registration and it was raining even harder. Yeah, that was the whole. That was the. Whole that was the ride. worst part. We have to go. Oh, really? <laughs> and at that point, you're looking. Can we call a cab? <laughs> you know. And, and you know, because of that, 
I was looking at windshield wipers for motorcycles. You were not. Yes, I was. You were not. Because when, <laughs> cause you, you, when you're riding 60 you? miles an hour on the road and you can't see out the windshield, that doesn't help. You can't. I couldn't see over how it. Did, I want to know how. I know I may have asked you this. How did you manage riding up in the rain? Because like you, all you had was your, your glasses on. Oh, well, it's, it's actually... It, I think it might simplify things a little bit when it's like that when it rains because with the the little glasses on, um, I had put it's funny I had put Rainex on. Did you really? <laughs> I did Rain-X the Rainex right on the lenses. So now they're foggy. Yeah, no, they yeah right, but uh, they work they work f- flawlessly. <laughs> yeah, but they, really? uh, yeah, it works fine. It works fine. Yeah. The only thing that happened is this. Uh, this kind of messed up too. Uh, I, I never told it, but I because I wear a bandana like as a face mask I, yeah. to cover myself when it gets cold. Right. You know, I wear like, like an old bandit, you right. know, like a cowboy bandit yeah. look. Um, but when that gets soaking wet while I'm riding, I'm like, I'm like, I'm you're like, waterboarding. I'm, yourself. I'm waterboarding myself. <laughs> While I was riding a couple of times, I'm like I was like having problems breathing. I was like, <laughs> I had to pull it down. I was like, idiot! I'm more boarding myself. <laughs> well, you won't do that this year. So we're going to leave on Thursday morning after rush hour, of course, and then we'll meander our way up there. And then we just need, we have to get our hotel room for Thursday night and Friday night and Saturday night. Or right. do you guys want to come home Saturday? You want to leave there Saturday? Well, they have the big they have the big concert on Saturday night, which we should. Which, when, when did we leave? Which last? we will have access to. Okay. We will. Which we left on Saturday I'm morning. We'll have access. Uh, we left. Uh, yeah, we left Saturday morning this last time, which Christian told me was a mistake. You go. You want to hang around for the whole day? Cause yeah, you know it all depends. Now the thing is, if you want, I know you guys don't like riding at night. I do, so I don't care. But if I if I stay fine, if I feel like leaving, fine. But like I had said to Tim, I don't uh, care earlier, about riding at night. I really don't. One of the things about leaving on a Sunday from uh, from upstate New York to come back down to New Jersey is, uh, if you leave on Sunday, you you either leave really early in the morning or you leave later at night because any time in between, like Everybody if you leave your bugs tits, gonna be if you leave at noon, you're gonna you're looking for you're looking at a six to seven hour ride. Because yeah, everybody's going home. Because everybody's going. Yeah. So we either leave Saturday late Saturday afternoon, or we leave early Sunday morning. Like we check out at a hotel, get breakfast, hit the road. So I'd that's all. So leave first thing in the morning. But we have right. to like yeah. But so we, one of the first things we have to do is settle the uh, the lodging where we're going to stay because, like I said, uh, where we had lunch that time that one day. When we drove up after we that did cool the cool place on top of the hill, oh, yeah, 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 the ice cream place, yeah. We, we had uh, hot dogs a, and stuff. There's a hotel up there, really cheap, that has rooms available, but it's 45 minutes from Lake George. Yeah, that was a beautiful that, ride. It, it was a it, great ride. Kind of scary too. What scared me is that the, that sunlight coming through. Well, that was could, sunset. That yeah. was sunset. When you right? couldn't see, man, <laughs> and you had no idea which <laughs> way was, the road was going. Oh my man. god, oh, that was. Terrifying. I like the how up and down to the hill. That was. That was. Amazing. I like how you guys were laid back so far. You had to. Yeah, you know, I was like, I'm going. Okay, and I'm giving you the play by play as we're going up the hill, and I can't see. All I could think I could see was the edge of the road. I just <laughs> up there, and you're just, just waiting for me to wreck. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Was, yeah, yeah, it was tough. It's scary. That's what's what's scary. Now, it's not the road so much. I mean, I enjoyed the ride, but yeah, it's going up there was beautiful because the sun was behind, look right. over us. But coming back when the sun was in on our faces, wow, that scared the crap yeah. out of me. 
But we'll do that. We'll, we'll uh, and there's a, there's a couple other hotels with, which are within 15 minutes away that we have to pick. And I suggest we try. I I, I recommend that we book something within the next within the next week. Right. We really should. Right. Now the thing is, any room we get. I know you said something about you want to get your own room. <laughs> do you really? Maybe. Yeah. There's no rooms available, dude. <laughs> I mean, the only thing, like I said, if you, it, the only thing about us getting a room is we're going to end up with like two twin beds or two queen beds and a, you know, like a rollaway or a cot, which I don't care. I'll sleep on that. Well, I slept on the I slept on the counter. Yeah. Shit. So we'll figure this out. Like within the next week, we'll book something. We'll try to keep it cheap, and then uh, we'll just yeah, have exactly. To, we'll just have better. to eat out every night. Yeah. And I can't guarantee that there's going to can be. I, a conf- can I just bring sandwiches or a bucket of chicken? What that I can just hold? Well, there's that one hotel that's right around the corner from the KFC. Ooh. Ooh, but I'll spend all my money then. Well, then <laughs> you will be all bloated and finger licking good. Now, question yeah. is: Are we going to get uh, the food thing at the at the at the festival? Let's just put it this way: We will be taken care of. That's nice. Okay. That's nice. <coughs> it's good to know. So, do you have any interviews? I did have the interview. I had the interview with Christian Dutcher from Americade, and uh, that is going to come up very shortly. And then after that, this is going to be uh, where we'll be taking a uh, some time, and then we'll uh, be back again another week or so. Got any riding coming up before we cut off and head head out? Nothing. Uh, yeah, what with this crappy weather? Here? No. Yeah, the weather's going to be pretty ca- crappy yeah. and cold for the next week or so at least. Try right? to get in a few miles here and there if possible. Yeah, if possible. No. Not happening, right? Well, on my like I said, on my downtime, I'm trying to clean up the bike and get that organized and Good. straighten and organize. Awesome, we'll do that. Thing. And, I mean, uh, I wish I had a garage. It would be so nice. I thought about doing that. We should maybe rent a place. Thought about doing that. Yeah, right. But then you know, there's another monthly expense. How much are you going to charge you? What, like hundred bucks a month? Well, how big? It's got to be big, big, big enough, enough to get the bike in. Yeah, right. Not just, not has, just, you got to have room to walk around, and it's got to have electricity in it. Right. It's got to be. It's got to be enough room to have three. Exactly. I don't but, know. you know, but what are you going to do? You're, you're down south now. You're not going to come way up here to get your bike. And I ride my bike in the wintertime. And right? you have a garage. And I don't have a garage. Don't you? I do not. Why did I think you had a garage? I do not have a garage. He has, he has one that looked like a garage. No. He I had do. a garage, but he closed it up. I know. They're, you're thinking of the other house, the house in Point Pleasant. I didn't. I, didn't, uh, I had a garage. Yeah, two of them. I had a garage in the beginning, but not now. No. So... All right then. I guess we are pretty much done. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna run the interview now with okay. uh, Christian Dutcher from Americade, um, the big boss, the big guy. It's, it, again, uh, please check out the website at uh, www.motorcyclemen.us. Check us out on Facebook. Check Facebook. Us, check us also out on um, Twitter and uh, YouTube. Twatter. Twatter. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course you would say that. <laughs> well, no, there, it's, and, that's um, a special site. You we also have our, we're, we're also on Skype. <coughs> we're also on Skype. We're actually, we're on right now, and nobody else is on, but we're on Skype right Ca-ca. now. Uh, and, uh, of course, our Skype number is. Is. You have it. You have it? No. You, don't, you, don't you have, have never given it to either one. I, yeah, I have no see, idea what you're I, talking I, about. You lie right there. We don't That's lie. That's a lie. We, t- we tell nothing you pr- but You could truth. hit me up on Skype, it, and um, I probably I probably uh, ignored you. Because <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck this asshole? <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> <laughs> because Ted doesn't tell us these things. Nope. <laughs> if, you ever listened, like, if you ever listened to our podcast, 
Last episode, I gave the number. Okay, but here's, here's the thing. I looked at it, I was like, who's this Mato Selecker guy? <laughs> you mean the Yosemite? <laughs> Yosemite. <laughs> and for all those Partica pants of the ride coming up. We'll explain that in the next podcast. Next podcast, we'll explain that. So if you want to be a Partica pant, <laughs> what you could do is you dial 908-514-4070. That's yep, the Motorcycle that's the number I Men ignored. Next, next Tuesday at 730. Next Tuesday at 730. I think we'll I on. blocked that number on Skype and, and reported it. <laughs> you did not. Did you really? Butts. <laughs> said spam. <laughs> Get these jerk-offs out of here. I don't want them on my Skype. <laughs> All right, I'm... Uh, I am Ted, also known as Wrong Way, <laughs> and I am here with um, <laughs> I am here with Tim Buck Two, <laughs> and I'm also here with Chris the Joker. <laughs> have you uh, have you settled on a name for your bike yet? Nah, don't even get on it. It was no. like Heather or what was the other nipples? Nipples or nipples. Eve? Eve. I, that I don't understand. Why nipples Eve? Eve? <laughs> you know, Adam and Eve. The Eve of, I don't know. Eve of right. nipples? And you said you had a name you are going to call I, yours. Uh, bon, Bonnie. 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 Is that how you say it? Bon, Bonnie. <laughs> Is that B-O-H-B-O-H? Can you read this? <laughs> All right. So this is the Motorcycle Men podcast. Thank you for joining us. Listen to uh, this interview. Listen yes. to the interview now with Christian Dutcher from Americade. Thank you very much, kids. Ride safe. Zip ride up your pants. Like nobody sees you. Yeah, ride, yeah, what he said, man. Sit. <laughs> 36 episodes, and this guy still doesn't have anything for us. All right, kids, take it easy. Zip up your pants. <laughs> All right, joining me now on the Skype line from New York is our good friend, Kristen Dutcher from Americade. Hello, Hi Christian. There. Welcome to Motorcycle Men. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. I'm glad you can make it. So give me a brief history of Americade. It uh, was started by my parents many years ago when they were uh, sitting around Lake George, New York, looking around, thinking how to, how, uh, what a beautiful place it was. And... They knew of an event that was called Aspencade down in New Mexico, and they thought, you know, something like this would work up here pretty well. And in a, just a short matter of time, it became the largest of its kind in Lake George. And after a few years, originally starting out as a Aspencade, they named it Americade, and that was 34 years ago. So it's been soldiering on strong ever since. Now, and how does the town of Lake George feel about it? They love it. They love it. They, <laughs> they were a little wary at first. This Again, I was just a kid at the time, but when my dad originally approached them, suggesting that, you know, thousands of motorcyclists might descend upon the village. Yeah, they didn't have much of a baseline to operate from other than the Hollywood images. So there's a little bit of anxiety there, but they uh, they embraced it pretty quickly. And then they've they've been great partners ever since. And we actually work really closely with them. They help us do a oh, lot great. of things to make it an event like Last this. Last year, uh, 2015, was uh, my first year and my brother's, my co-host. That was our first year going to Americade. And it was yeah. absolutely fantastic. We had the time of our life there. It was absolutely wonderful. Uh, it was w very well run, very well organized. Uh, just the amount of vendors that were there was spectacular. And I think the organizational aspect of it was wonderful with check-in, uh, with handling all the, of the prizes and the events that were going on was fantastic. Which leads me to, 
some statistics about the uh, uh, volunteers and the staff that you have. Tell me a little bit about that. How many people are involved in putting this whole thing together? Uh, well, thank you for the compliment, by the way. It's, it really is a team effort, and it is a, a factor of this huge staff that we assemble and 10 of us working year-round. So right now, uh, there are 10 of us located in Queensbury, New York, working on the event, and we started working on this year's event about the day after last year's event. You know, thousands of details, thousands of th- details. If you've ever had a party for, say, 100 people, then imagine what it's like when you've got, you know, 50 to 100,000 people coming in. Um, and part of that team is a team of volunteers. These folks take a week of their vacation to come up and kind of celebrate this thing called AmeriCade. There are 230 of them. And we try to treat them pretty well. And as a result, they are uh, wonderful ambassadors of the sport and of the event. And they are, without any question, the thing that makes it happen. Without them, we, there's no way we can make the, the, the level of detail happen at AmeriCade. So now everybody who is involved in putting this together, are they, they're all volunteers? The 10 of us that are working year-round, we, we aren't volunteers. But the 230 that uh, roll into town uh, about three days before the event happens, they are volunteers. Yeah, some of them live locally, but some of them, <laughs> you won't believe this, but some of them travel from as far away as Hawaii. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the ride leaders, we did the uh, Seven Bridges uh, no, mm-hmm. the, the Vermont Covered Bridges Tour. We did that. Mm-hmm. And yep. we met the gentleman who had come in from Hawaii. Yeah, Rob Roberts. He's amazing. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. He, I, he had an iron butt thing around his uh, license plate, so I knew he was a serious guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a serious <laughs> rider. So as far as it goes for statistics, what do you have as far as it goes for last year's event? How many attendees last year? Well, here is the wonderful thing and kind of funny thing about running a big event, you'll hear events that give you some quote right down to the person, you know, 354,258. That is just a total guess on somebody's part because we (laughs) who, you know, we're, we're pretty unique in that there are full-time employees working on this event. So if anybody should have a really clear idea of how many people are in town, it should be Americade, but we don't because we don't have turnstiles (laughs) and all the roads coming into town. So, you know, we work our butts off to advertise this thing and to make all of these various events happen. And then Mother Nature obviously plays a huge role. But we have no idea how many people are about to come into town or who were in town even after the event. So what we always do, just so that we can sleep comfortably at night and not be putting out wild guesses in our own part, we always defer to the police. And the police have some sense of it, but they're, they're, they're guessing as well. So this past year, they, after the event, thought that we might have... Kissed eighty thousand, but it's again. That's it's such a guess. Now, so you don't like with regard to your registration. How many people register? Do you know? We do. We, I hate to use the old adage of an onion, but there are people who participate who are the core registrants of the Americade. They are at the core of the onion. They're the smallest part. And then there are people who register instead of in advance. Like there are people registering right now. Instead of registering in advance for the whole week, they'll register on site for the whole. And then we'll have some people who register for just the day on site. And then we'll have some people who just go into the expo. And then and with each of these examples, you know, I'm going out to an outer layer of the onion. And then there are people who come into town and just hang out on, on, on Main Street, Canada Street, just to see the spectacle of the event. So it depends how you slice and dice the, the, uh, the event. We try, as you can tell, we try to steer clear of announcing any particular numbers just because it's, you know, it's, it's just a... It, it becomes kind it's of meaningless. basically irrelevant almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as going, well, uh, <laughs> that kind of like blows away my next question. 
Um, <laughs> with regard to the type of bikes that attend, have you ever like taken done a count of the number of Harley Davidsons, number of Hondas, trikes, what makes models? Have you ever done any kind of stat on that? We have, and that's you know, we pay much closer attention to that because we like to see you know how, how who is our audience, regardless of this the specific number. How many how many Hondas are here? How many Harleys are here? How has that changed over time? Whose market share is growing? And it's, it's interesting because years and years and years ago, this thing was a Goldwing um, event. In yes, fact, Aspen Cade, Honda had their flagship uh, GL1100, uh, I think, at the time. Might have been 1,000 cc. They named it after the New Mexico Aspen Cade. When Americade or Aspen Cade and Lake George started years ago, it was 85%, it's hard to say, but 85% Goldwings. Very much a touring event. But that, that has changed a lot over time because the profile of motorcycling has changed over time. So we still have a lot of touring bikes, but we have a lot of cruisers here. And that's because, and this won't come as any surprise to you, people who ride a cruiser like to ride. They like to go out and they like to tour just because they don't have you know a six-cylinder engine between the legs like a Goldwing. doesn't mean that they don't like to log some serious miles during the day. So they really appreciate what we do as well. So the profile of the attendee really has changed dramatically from – nearly all tours to now it's probably 50 50 um but that's that's oversimplifying it as well because we also have a small but strong contingent of sport tours what are they, we'll get into what's coming up for america this year but um, there are also a handful of adventure bikes coming to the event and that is because america really is a celebration of motorcycling not a particular type of motorcycling but motorcycling the, the breadth of motorcycling the breadth of paved riding um, is is celebrated in America. So we, we welcome all, so long as everybody's willing to behave and be a good guest and enjoy what is the thing that brings us all together, then they're welcome to come to America. And it, it's pretty clear that we, we put out that sort of uh, welcome at because we hear that feedback a lot from people. Come, People tell us uh, that it's a it's a very inclusive event and it's really, really a riding event. And um, it's, it's, it's appreciated by the riding public, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, when my brothers and I were there, uh, if we weren't riding uh, or at the expo, we were sitting right there. I get what's that road right there along the lake there? That's Beach Beach Road, yeah. whatever Beach Road yeah. is, right? right. Appro- the appropriately named Beach Road, yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> well, we would sit there on one of the benches and just watch the bikes go by. It was our mm-hmm. very own personal show. It was, yeah. and the amazing number and different types of bikes that we would see was spectacular and it's a, a testament to the type of event that americade is because it draws in so many different types of riders well it's funny the uh americade is not the biggest event in the country by far you know daytona and sturgis are are huge they're you know they're, they're massive events and americade is big but it's not that big yet the amount of manufacturer support that we get is much greater than a daytona or a sturgis in other words the number of factory demo rigs that are here which is oh, kind yes. of a reflection Absolutely. of what you're seeing passing by on Beach Road is really represents the breadth of motorcycling. For example, we have Harley Davidson, Honda, Moto Guzzi, Motor Trike, the Can Am Spider, uh, Ural comes and makes an appearance periodically. I mean, we've got everything. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, which is which is you know if you're an attendee and you're able to hop on a demo bike, it's like uh, it's like a, I would be like a kid in a candy store. Unfortunately, I'm a little busy that week, but you know, there's you can ride anything. <laughs> no, you think? Yeah. <laughs> so what's new for Americade this year? Well, a number of things. Um, we, you know, th- there are so many events that go on at Americade that 
um, it's important that we f understand what is most popular among our attendees and continue to roll those out while people uh, while trying to introduce new things. So one thing that we've introduced is it's a new venue for actually it's a new venue for not riding. It's a it's called Party on the Pier. And when you were sitting on that bench watching those bikes go by, there were, there were a couple of actually three big steamships nearby. Yes. Parked at a pier. Well, we're turning that pier into kind of a, um, a social center, kind of a party, not too crazy, but party atmosphere where we'll have a band and a bar and some food being served on some of the afternoons. And I really think that that has a huge opportunity to grow because it is such a unique setting to get together and just enjoy an afternoon being on this large, beautiful pier with probably the best view in New York State looking straight up. Uh, the length of Lake George Village. And there's, as you know, there's just a ton of traffic walking by. So I think that that's oh, going to yeah. grow to be a really popular uh, hangout, if you will, during the event. Um, now, is the uh, we, expo going to get any bigger? The expo is getting bigger. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, in fact, it's funny you mentioned that. You know, 2007, 2008 was difficult, was a difficult time for the country and the economy, and especially a sport that is really about disposable income. You know, if you, if, if you don't, if you're having a hard time hanging on to your car, then you probably already sold your bike. Uh, so <laughs> the motorcycle not. industry was having a hard time, and it's really rebounding. And as a result, we're seeing a lot of vendors growing and growing in scale within the show and some names that we haven't seen in a while coming back, which is great. We love that. And frankly, I think we're going to see more in the next few months so that we, I, I would anticipate that Tour Expo will be sold out for vendors. And that really allows us to be very selective about who we put in there to make it just a, a, a kick-butt show. How many uh, vendors did you have last year versus how many are going to be there this year? Well, it's, I, I hate to dance around numbers, but the, it's with, following 2007, the, the number of vendors who have consolidated under one name, under one umbrella, has been significant. So while our footprint of the show this year will probably be about what it was in 2006, I say. The actual head, uh, if you count the number of vendors who, you know, the, the amount of people who uh, contacted us and arranged for their space, that number will be lower, but the total square footage will be about the same because the number of them are just oh. uh, consolidated. So we're going to be back to about 2006 growth. The number of actual vendors, probably right around 200. Back in 2006, we probably had 230 representing the same products and same space. Yeah. Uh, as far as going through the schedule of events, uh, is there any new events going to be happening this year, aside from the party on the pier? Well, we've got one thing that we're doing, which we're kind of proud of, and we're we're really interested to see how well it uh, plays out, is we're going to have a support the troops cruise. So we rent those big Ooh, cruise ships good. that we're sitting behind you. And one is going to be specifically tasked with a celebration of those who have served. And obviously, we're going to have a very strong contingent of uh, ex-service people, but we're also going to have a lot of people on board who want to do something to show their appreciation for um, um, those who have uh, put their butt out there on, on behalf of the country. So we're going to have a number of special things that happen during the cruise. And um, my, my sense is that it'll be a cruise that uh, comes back next year as well, hopefully and hopefully many more Excellent. years. So that's, that's one thing. I'll tell you the, the couple of cruises that my brother and I went on were fantastic. They were really, really fun. Uh, the food was great. And I think a cruise like that, which is uh, mostly dedicated to uh, our military uh, and our vets, would probably uh, be a huge hit. And you might want to get a couple more boats involved. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. I hope so. It's you know great cause and a, and a special place. With regard to rides, are you yeah. going to be adding any more rides to the schedule? 
We have added a we've added a handful of them. One of them is one that frankly is I, I just love the ride. It goes to the top of Mount Equinox in Vermont, and, and Mount Equinox has the um, longest and steepest private toll road in the country. So here's a private road that you can go on. And we used to use it years ago, but it was frankly it was the pavement wasn't in great condition. It was a little bumpy. Well, they repaved it, and it's. Uh, it's it's paradise. It's just this ribbon of black, smooth pavement all the way to the top of the mountain. And when you get to the top, you don't just arrive at a parking lot and you're at the top of, you know, a decent mountain. You ride along the ridge of the top of the mountain for a bit and then park. And then it's it's a you know, it's one of the tall. I think it's the fourth tallest mountain in Vermont. So it's a it's an incredible ride. And the ride to and from there is wonderful because we're going through some rural New York land and some rural um, uh, Vermont land. Uh, that's a great ride. So I know that. And that's how long be- is that ride? That is about a hundred and eighty mile. Actually, I can probably give you the specific number in a second. But it's about one hundred and eighty miles. Like we went on the uh, the Seven Lakes ride, which mm-hmm. I counted about sixteen lakes. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> and I like we to over deliver. The- <laughs> you did deliver it. That was great. Uh, we also went on the uh, like I said the covered bridges ride, and on both of those rides, the stops uh, that they for lunch were absolutely fantastic. The meals that they served were spectacular. Is that going to be uh, something that we can count on again for 2016? Yeah, yeah. We try, you know, if there's one thing the cruise ship industry does well, it's keep their passengers happy by feeding them well. So that's one thing that we always do. We And, you know, the thing, because we send so many people to a restaurant and at a time when they are ordinarily wouldn't have any business because early June is slow in, in, in uh, the Adirondacks. They are willing to cut us some sweet deals. So we're able to extend some pretty good pricing to attendees um, because we're essentially buying in bulk and we negotiate some great meals for our folks. So that's where we, that, that is something that we always try to do. Feed people well. Uh, now is uh, Bowden going to be there again this year? Alonzo. Yeah. Alonzo. Alonzo. That guy. So did you go to a show? As a matter of fact, I did not. We, we missed it. Uh, we were probably yeah. out riding. All right. Well, let me tell you, that is, if you're coming back up this year, that is a must do. He is, I've never seen a comedian who every show, now I've seen this guy a number of times because we've had him at American a number of times. I've never seen a guy who always gets a standing ovation. He has always gotten a standing ovation. And that is because A, he's one of the top comedians in the country and we bring him in for America. But B, he is a legitimate motorcyclist. He owns probably eight or nine bikes in his garage. He rides all the time. Last year, he rode he rode from LA where he lives to America for the gig and only this game and then rode back. This guy is a serious motorcyclist and his humor is all about motorcycling. In his first year when you didn't really know the crowd, he came out and he had a bunch of canned material. It was great. It was very, very funny. And about the last 15% of his show, he started riffing on the crowd. And he's very good at that. And he has evolved from doing that to doing about 85% just playing with the crowd because motorcyclists and motorcycling is really actually very funny in the hands of somebody who's really very skilled like he is. And it just makes the crowd roar. Sometimes I'll step out of the building to take a call. And the physic I'm not joking, the, the, the building itself, you can feel it shaking with laughter. I'm not joking. It is really an impressive <laughs> sight. And what a wonderful gift it is for this guy that this guy has. And let me add one additional thing. Typically, we would only hire a particular entertainer one year because, you know, you bring them in one year and you want to keep things fresh. And there are plenty of other entertainers out there. There is no other Alonzo. And this will be his fourth or fifth year coming here. Um, And he loves the event. This is one of his favorite gigs all year long. 
So I, you have to go see him. He's great. Um, well, I'm hoping that we can make it up. I don't know if I'll be able to make it up for the entire week, but maybe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm not sure. We'll see. I really, oh. really want to make it because I, I had such a great, great time up there. I do have a question for you, and a lot of people are going to ask you this question. I'm sure you've had this asked you before. What can you do about the rain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second. The past two years, we have been blessed. The rain, we, we, had a, we had a reputation, somewhat deserved, I might add, for having rain uh, during the event. But la- uh, two years ago, we had almost every single day was a bluebird sky. And I think last year, I think every day was a bluebird day. So, With the exception of the, the registration day. Monday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. Maybe I was forgetting that one. But nonetheless, it was pretty, it was pretty darn good. I'll take those all uh, every year. Uh, so... Let us hope that every year is going to be like the past two years. You know, it's funny because when we uh, when we first arrived in Lake George, we were uh, at a restaurant and we were uh, sitting down to dinner, and a woman at the next table said, um, "Oh, look, it's raining out. It must be a Maricade. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's going to take a few years to shake that shake <laughs> that course. reputation. <laughs> um, as far as it goes for the future of Maricade, I know there was uh, some sort of push to. Uh, uh, where the DEC was going to raise the rates that they were going to charge mm-hmm. Americade for uh, having the event. Uh, now I know that got squashed. Uh, mm-hmm. Is had, has that affected the relationship with Americade and uh, the town of Lake George at all? No, the you know that was a obviously a difficult time um, because we didn't really know where we were going to be the following year. And to, you know, it's it, it's doable with a you know. With people who are making the event happen, 10 of us making the event happen, you can make the event happen somewhere else. That is absolutely doable. And with the reputation that we had, it's, there were definitely partners out there looking forward to trying to woo us successfully to where they are. But we never wanted to do that. You know, Lake George is a beautiful place. And fortunately, um, uh, level heads prevailed. And ironically, our relationship these days with uh, the DEC is wonderful. They've got a, our primary point of contact there. Is, um, his name is Brett. He's a great guy. And um, we're all working wonderfully together. So things are good. So are we going to count on Americade being at Lake George for years to come then? I, I think so. And I certainly hope so. And that's, I think, what everybody wants. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the biggest tourist week of the season in Lake George. And Lake George is a pretty big tourist town. And it's one of the biggest conventions in New York. So everybody, including ourselves, would like to keep that, that momentum rolling locally. Of course. So let me ask you uh, another question. During that whole week when all this stuff is going on and there's all these motorcycles going on and there's all these events happening, do you get to enjoy it at all? That's a good question. Uh, I, I will an- Let me answer your question at the end of what, what I'm about to say. That week is so uh, draining that, you know, it's like, I don't know, I, I calculated the hours once. It's something like a 120-hour work week. It's a very, 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 very long work week and very demanding. Yet, it's thrilling because you've worked all year to make this happen. And then suddenly the first motorcycle rolls into town or the first tractor trailer rolls into town with, you know, Victory on the side or Honda or something. And that's when you realize it's okay. It's here. You know, it's in the wind. You can feel it. And then suddenly, bam, it hits. And it's this crazy adrenaline filled rush. But, you know, it, it is it is enjoyable. It is, uh, you know, if you're an adrenaline junkie, that's a way, you know, I don't know what cliff jumpers or, you know, parachuters feel, but to some degree, I, I imagine it feels a little bit similar to that. Uh, but I don't get to enjoy it like somebody else gets to enjoy it. I've, in all the years that I've worked at Maricade, I've never been able to hop on a demo bike, um, or I've never been able to go on a mini tour or, uh, or a boat cruise, not one, which is crazy when you think about it. And a few years ago, I hopped on somebody else's bike to quickly run over to a different venue. And as I was riding, I was riding all of, you know, 
seven eighths of a mile. I thought this is the first time I've ridden a motorcycle during America. Because <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm always driving a car. this year. I'm always driving a car because I'm carrying things around. Well, maybe you need to assign someone else to carry your stuff for you, and. <laughs> Go on a ride. <laughs> that I would, I would love to do that. You know, I live here. I live in the Northeast, so I get to, uh, you know, I get to get paid to go out and uh, put together some incredible routes. So that's my, that's my reward. That happens after the event and before the event. Well, like I said, Maricade is a, a, to me, is a fantastic event. I, I like what it's all about. I like how all the motorcyclists get together. It's a, it's a big family, and and I imagine you get, you feel that uh, family feeling and brotherhood amongst everybody when you're there. Absolutely, and that's that's part of our design. That's what we shoot for. We want to make sure that the activities we offer and the way in which we promote the event and who we promote it to and who we have in the expo, all those decisions are under the umbrella of let's bring the motorcycling family together. And in fact, let me just add to that. This there's a big part of the motorcycling family that we haven't embraced. I say big part. It's you know it's it's not it's a growing part and that is adventure motorcycling. And this year along with all the other street uh, paved street activities we have going on, we're also launching an adventure bike rally about 6 miles down the road and we we have pretty high hopes for that. So it it is just yet another facet of motorcycling that's going to be well represented at the event. Now that is that adventure rally is that happening this year for the first time or is this or, or is that going to be happening in the future when is that going to happen and can people register for that now they can it's uh it happens americade week so it is oh <laughs> if I wasn't, okay if i wasn't already busy enough i'm going to be overseeing another event going on so it happens the same week as americade it's about six miles away from where uh the epicenter of americade is it's essentially like an americade for adventure bike riders uh you know, with things that are specific to their interests. And somebody who is part of Americade can freely check out all the things that are offered at this event. The event is called Dirt Days, D-A-Z-E, Dirt Days. And anybody who's at Dirt Days can freely check out all the things that are at Americade. So it really allows for this great cross-flow of, of, of interests and of motorcyclists. And once again, it's just trying to pull this group, this large group together. I, I noticed with, uh, with regard to the uh, different motorcycle companies that attend uh, Harley Davidson, Honda, uh, Victory, Indian, etc. Is there any one particular company that seems to devote more time and more effort into their presence at the event? Yes, although it's probably more a uh, result of their, uh, or to some degree, it's a result of their budget and um, not a reflection of any greater interest because they all they all love Americade. They, they they the people who come to Americade. This is what they tell us. This is the promoter, you know, blowing smoke. They tell us that the people who come to Americade are much more committed motorcyclists than they see at other events. So that's why they put so many resources. That's why we get so many of them coming to the event because they know they sell bikes when they come to Americade because Americaders are real riders. Uh, so while lots of the companies have very high interest, the company who by far and away has the deepest pockets to do things at Americade and be everywhere and, and, and do some pretty special things is Harley Davidson. So Harley Davidson has a really big presence at Americade and, um, yeah, they like they love it. I tell you, the the event for me, the the, the expo was fantastic. Uh, the diversity of uh, vendors that are at uh, the um, expo were just fantastic. The diversity of the motorcycle companies that are also at at, at American were just amazing. I, unfortunately, when we were there, I only got to test ride one motorcycle while I was there, and of course, it was a Harley. But I, as much as I wanted to get up to the uh, other ones they seem to be out of the way is there was there any plans to move all of the um 
companies, Harley-Davidson, and I know Yamaha was down uh, by the lake to move everybody into one area so that it would be easier for people to check out all the bikes? Well, so they are actually contiguously located next to each other. But it it, it looks like they're separated because when you're at Harley-Davidson, you have to go up a staircase and you can't really see where you're going and behind this big hotel are the others. There is no venue that would hold all of the manufacturers. We have so many tractor trailers there that the only other venue would be where we hold the expo. And I got to keep the expo there. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and, and if you, you know, when you go to another event, I might add, the, the demos are all over the place. At Americade, they are all within probably, you know, 500 yards of each other. You just you just can't see them. So when you're down at Harley, you're at, you're at a lower level. You just can't see them above and behind. I just thought it was just amazing that how many motorcycle companies were in one place at one time. Uh, aside from like the International Motorcycle Show, but this was an event where you could ride any one of these motorcycles anytime you wanted. That's that's what was fantastic about it. Yeah, we have we have certainly. I mean, the IMS show is a wonderful show, and we in fact we're down every year at the New York IMS show. Our expo is bigger, and we have more motorcycle manufacturers than us. So we are by without any question bigger. In fact, significantly bigger than the New York IMS show. It's just that we're so it's so big and it, it occupies such a big footprint that. You don't get a sense of uh, the intensity that you get when you walk into the Javits Center down in New York. Oh, it's, uh, by the way, America is certainly a lot more fun than the IMS show, that's for sure. Okay, good. good. <laughs> uh, what kind of concerts do you have in uh, in place for this year? Well, man, I wish I could tell you who the person is. We are about a, a, perhaps a day away from making the announcement. But let me say this. It's it's going to be country again. And the, in fact, let me give you a little bit of background. We never used to offer a big concert. And last year was our first year where we offered a big Saturday concert where we hired a guy, Aaron Lewis, who's a uh, Grammy-nominated platinum artist. Yeah, reasonably big deal. This year, the level of artists that we're bringing in is, is significantly bigger. Um, uh, we're pretty excited about it. I think it's going to just take that take that Saturday concert to the next level. Uh, but I can't announce it yet. I, I, you know, I can't do it until there's ink on paper. So I should have made this phone call to you tomorrow instead. <laughs> 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 Truly, it could be. I was thinking tonight, gosh, where's that contract? Uh, well, I, again, the, uh, Maricade, uh for, for me was uh, was always a, a dream to get to, and I finally made it there last year, and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I do want to get there again this year. I don't know if I'll be able to make it for the whole week, but if I can even get there for a few days, it would be fantastic. Is there anything else that you can add to tell our listeners to get more people to go to Americade? You don't have to come for the whole week. There, we have ways in which you can participate for a day, an afternoon, a couple of days. Uh, the, the best way to check us out is to to research us on our website, americade.com. It's, there's a lot of information, but you can have a heck of a time, and it's truly unlike anything else that's out there in the country. Myrtle, there's Myrtle Beach Bike Week. There's also Daytona, as you know, uh, Sturgis, Laconia, and several other bike rallies that are around. I I get the f- feeling, the impression that Americade is much more geared toward the ride than it is to the partying, which yeah. I appreciate far more. Yeah, yeah, we are we are. That's what we're about. You know, there are lots of there are countless events around the country that are all about the party. But the reason why we own a motorcycle fundamentally is to get on that thing and ride it around because it makes us feel good. We like the way we feel on it. We like the way that. We see the world when we're on it and events that are get together and booze it up and perhaps hit the road afterwards. That's just a, in my eyes. And believe me, as I'm sitting here, I'm having a bottle of something while I'm talking to you on this interview. Um, I just think that when you're riding, that's a bad idea. And there's so much to do beyond that when you're on a bike that 
that's what we focus on. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, we've got a good reputation. There are a lot of people who say, you know what I like about Americade? It's not one of those events. And there's nothing wrong with those events. You can go to those events and have a good time and party it up. But that's not what we are. We are we, we work really hard to keep that difference. And it's and believe me, it's the event naturally wants to slide in that direction. You know, beer sponsors naturally want to come in and have a big presence and have a beer tent. And they nat- naturally wants to do a lot of things that would be contrary to what we do. So we quietly behind the scenes push back on that so that we maintain our identity. All right, one last question. What do you ride? I have kind of a, an eclectic mix. I've got a Triumph Tiger 1050 um, triple it's a good I, I ride a lot in Vermont. I live up in Vermont, so it's a good Vermont paved road bike. Got a, long, a lot of travel. I'm a tall guy, so it's built well for a tall guy. I've got a KLR650, which is du- a dual sport bike, which yeah. allows me to get on s- to some of those roads that the Triumph doesn't uh, get on. And my latest toy, which I really enjoy a lot, is I've got a trials bike. I've got a beta trials bike, and I don't know if you familiar with what trials you're you're doing trials i love it i absolutely love it it's the one thing i think about (laughs) as i'm falling asleep how to get better at my trials writing (laughs) wow uh and have you done any trials events no no i and i won't be i'm not that good i i uh, (laughs) i I like to noodle around and uh humble myself it's pretty uh and it is pretty humbling those guys the guys who are good are just phenomenal they're i've seen those guys do that they're extremely talented and they can handle their bikes excellent. I would never try it. It's, well, it's actually, you know, it's really good for riding, for your skill development. It really shows you how to ride a bike slowly. It'll, it'll teach you things about the way in which you balance your bike that you would never learn before. And they're very forgiving. It's all slow speed and the bike only weighs about 160 pounds. Well, so, if I'm going to do something like that, I'm going to take my mountain bike out and yeah. I can do it there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a motorized mountain bike. Exactly. Well, Christian, I want to thank you very much for, for joining me and for this wonderful interview. Uh, again, I, if we get up to America, I hope I can track you down. Uh, it's funny. We should, I should say that uh, because my brother was asking me if I, if I was able to nail down an interview with you yet. And I said, I, I've, you're very elusive. And you told me what your wife said about um, about this week. It's the Americade phenomenon, you said? Yeah, not this week. This It's spring from about spring. Uh, January through June. I just sort of disappeared. It's all-encompassing. It's all-consuming. All well, I said to my brother, he asked me if I got the interview. And I said, well, it's it's been kind of like trying to catch a bullet with a butterfly net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And I, I managed to, I finally managed to track you down. And I really, really appreciate you spending the time with me and talking to me about this wonderful event. And like I said, hopefully I'll get up to Americade and um, I can track you down and shake your hand. And uh, thank you very much for a wonderful event uh, that uh, motorcyclists from all walks of life can absolutely enjoy. And I do, I do encourage encourage a lot of people to get there as much as possible. We talk about Americade on the podcast all the time ad nauseum, <laughs> I might add. <laughs> well, uh, Thank you very much, and there's uh, there's no there's no doubt about it. You you will be coming to America. I'll reach out to you after the event. I'll make sure that we get you up here, and especially I want you to go to that Alonzo Botton show. You will you'll thank me afterwards because I love going around on the expo. It's just fantastic, and I just I love hanging around in there. Uh, but I do want to get a couple more uh, demo rides in. Well, thank you very much, Christian. I appreciate it. Again, uh, this is Christian Dutcher from uh, Maricade, and. Uh, he'll be there. The event is this year, June seventh through the eleventh. Eleventh. Saturday night, yeah. So by by yeah. Saturday night, it's it's all buttoned up, especially this year with Laconia um, starting that same weekend. So oh, it is. Oh wow. Yeah. Every so often we have a little bit of a gap, and every so often we're right on top of each other. And this year is where we're right on top of each other. And yep. it's at Lake George. Uh, so go to the uh, Maricade dot com and sign up and get up there as soon as you can. 
Christian, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much. Ride safe. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. I'm coming! Wait for me! (laughs) For more information about the Motorcycle Men, visit our website at www.motorcyclemen.us. There, you can join our mailing list or leave a comment and maybe give us some feedback. We always welcome your thoughts. If you'd like to email the Motorcycle Men directly, email to motomenpc at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Links for each of them are on our website. If you'd like to talk to us directly and tell us about your ride, you can do that via Skype. Our Skype name is motomenpc. And if you find yourself doing nothing on a Tuesday night between 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, check in with us and we'll make you part of the show. If you're a good guest... We just might send you some stuff. <laughs>